You're listening to Round Guy the Podcast at Smithsburg Auto presents high school football in Southeast Iowa, playoff edition. So uh, we're going to go over all the area teams that have made the playoffs as the playoff picture is now uh, in focus, at least for the smaller schools. Uh, we have our expert, Scott Melvin, on here with us. Uh, welcome to the program, Scotty. Hey, it's good to be back. Okay, are you ready to talk about the playoffs? I am. This is the most exciting part of the year for me. Okay, we're going to start with eight-man football. And uh, it seems like uh, after last night, uh, they decided who's playing who. And uh, can you go over the, the teams in the area that we need to pay attention to in eight-man? Yeah, so I'm going to start with Waco. And uh, they're our district champ here in our local eight-man district. They are at home Friday. They will be playing Edgewood Colesburg, who is five and three. And I don't know anything about them yet. I'm sure we'll get some info on them throughout the uh, course of the week here. But so you got Edward Colesburg five and three at undefeated Waco in Wayland this Friday. Well, that's this Friday, huh? Yeah, everything's okay. going to be on Fridays. So all the games are on Fridays, just like the regular season. Okay, so uh, and you don't know much about that, but uh, I know the coach will be. He's already focusing on uh, getting ready for this team there. So, uh, okay, what else we got? Okay, so New London got in with their victory last night and Winfield uh, losing to English Valley. So New London is on the road, and we've talked about how you don't want to be a top seed playing this New London team because if they bring their A game, they are a top-level team and capable of beating anybody. And we're going to find out just how good they are because they get to go to top-ranked Montezuma, who is 9-0. They're Montezuma. That's not Montezuma. A- Go ahead. Yeah, they're they're not too far from here. Uh, no, Montezuma. In fact, uh, you know, years ago when I lived in uh, the Waco uh, school district, uh, they were a top five, eleven man program a lot of years, and so I've seen them play over the years a couple of times, and, and that's a a good football community they have there. But they they've got a special player this year. We talk all the time about Cam Buffington and all the numbers he's put up, and I know he's well into the. Uh, I don't know, after last night, I haven't seen the stats, but he's well over 30 touchdowns on the season that he's accounted for. Well, Montezuma's quarterback, Eddie Burgess, has accounted for 50-something. I don't know what his numbers are final after nine games, but this kid is one of the state's top uh, offensive players in any class. So New London's got their work cut out for him. Uh, that's a great team Montezuma's got, and they've got one of the state's top players. And uh, we'll see what New London can do. Well, they bring that. They're going to get a little test in this game, though. It's a huge test. I mean, it's a huge test for both teams. This could be uh, if New London brings the, the the game that they brought against Waco a few weeks ago. Montezuma's in for a shock here. Yeah. Um, it's going to be real interesting. I I can't wait to see how this one. It was plays the nightmare out. scenario that we predicted, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, this is exciting stuff. Okay. First round of excitement and drama. So, uh, what else we got? I got one more game here. Okay, well, as far as our area goes, in eight man, um, with Winfield being out of it due to losing to English Valleys. English Valleys isn't someone we really cover, but they're they're attached to our area. Well, they play a lot of our teams. They're in the district. They finished six and one, but they have to go on the road to Southeast Warren who is five and three. And I don't know anything about them yet either, but um, you know, I w- English Valleys is another team 
they've got a great team across the board, but they've got a super dangerous uh, tailback. He's the uh, 100-meter uh, state champion in track. And, man, that, that's a kid that can change the course of the game. So um, Southeast Warren's got their work cut out for him to try to slow this kid down. Okay, there's a, at least a couple games in Class A that we should probably talk about. Well, tell me about these matchups. All right, so Class A, we've got from from our area. Let's see here. I'm going down the list. There's not a lot of Class A teams. I got a Highland at Linville Sully and Wapalo at North Team is what I could come up with. Yeah, I see this one. Highland, who finished three and five uh, at Linville Sully. Linville Sully's got a lot of history in football and in girls basketball actually but uh they're seven and one they you know they look to be pretty tough highlands kind of uh to me had kind of a down year they're in the playoffs but only winning three games uh, i feel like they, they generally do a little better than that they've got a pretty good history in uh in football as well recently well but, everybody's uh, going now yeah tough game on the road but we'll, we'll see what happens and then um caught on to middle, uh, middle of the season. They seem to be firing on all cylinders right now. They've got their injured tailback. He's a superstar, uh, healthy. and But they, they're playing at home. They are playing against North Tama, though. North Tama is very dangerous. I think they have one of the top quarterbacks in the state. So that's going to be an interesting game. Well, I know you got a soft spot for the Wapolo, and we got a lot of listeners in Wapolo. So I, uh, I've been impressed with how they've been playing, and I, I think they can win this one. I do too. It's going to be tough sledding. You've got a, a you know, Wapolo's got a great quarterback uh, on their side of the ball um, too. But uh, I do North Tam- know North Tame is uh, one of the top stats guys in the in, as far as uh, quarterbacks go in, in all classes this year. And uh, so that's a dangerous team. But Wapolo is too. They've got a very potent offense. Okay. So class one uh, a. Uh, we got, uh, I got Sigourney Kyoto playing Durant. It was only two yeah. and six, but actually. Sigourney Kyoto. Yeah. At home. Um, against the two and six Durant team. I don't know anything about them, but I don't think you have to know much about a team that only won two games. And with uh, the way the math works in uh, class A, 1A, and 2A, the top four teams in every district get in. So you're going to see a few of these, well, several teams that have losing records. In, in the first round of the playoffs. And that doesn't always mean anything. Uh, but in this particular matchup, if Sigourney Kyoto doesn't win by, you know, running clock margin, I'll be surprised. So I got Pella Christian. Uh, I can't figure out who they're playing. Okay. So Minneapolis. Oh, kind Minneapolis, of yeah. Back, yeah. They're playing, they're playing up at Pella Christian and we know Pella Christian's tough. They gave Sigourney all they wanted a few weeks ago. Mediapolis has a lot of talent and they're always, they're well coached. You know, Brian Borson's a great coach and uh, so guys like him never put a bad football team on the field. Mm-hmm. And so Mediapolis isn't going to be an easy out, but um, I, I would give the edge to Pella Christian here. Mediapolis is five and three and uh, they've been kind of a Jekyll and Hyde. You know, a couple of weeks ago, they, they stomped a really good Wilton team and then followed that up with a kind of surprising loss to, um, I forget who they lost to last week, but uh, it was a game I expected them to win. And uh, so we'll see which Mediapolis team shows up there. Well, at least they'll be playing in that beautiful Pella Christian Stadium. Man, that thing looks nice. Oh, I love it. Okay, we're going to bump it up, and uh, now we're getting to the into the real local interest one, Mid Prairie. Uh, who they got? Uh, Northeast Goose Lake is what is 
I got here. Yeah, four and four Northeast is going to go to Mid Prairie and Wellman, so they get a first round home game. That worked out pretty well, I think, and uh, I expect Mid Prairie to win this game without knowing anything about Northeast. I just think Mid Prairie. You know, despite a five and three record, which, like you said, one of those was a forfeit to Regina, and quite honestly, I, I don't see Mid Prairie probably hanging with Regina had they played that game. But um, that's another discussion, and uh, I do think Mid Prairie is on the level, and I think they proved it uh, as a Williamsburg, who we know is a extremely tough customer. Um, so I expect Mid Prairie to win this game and, and, and make it into the second round. Well, uh, they sure. Impress me and come watching the games I've listened to. So let's, uh, uh, I, there's one more here on the list uh, that I had was Williamsburg five and three at uh, Clark five and three, William uh, and Mid Prairie's five and three. So they actually have the same record. So, right. And you got to take into account uh, that non district part of the schedule where Williamsburg lined up top five teams you know, and lost all three of them to start the season. Now they're on a five-game winning streak going into the playoffs. Yeah, I don't well, know anything about Osceola. That's their opponent. But Osceola is also five and three, and they're making one heck of a long trip from the uh, west side of the state to go play at Williamsburg. I, I don't see Williamsburg losing this one. I don't either. I don't either. So anything else we need to look forward to? Uh, this is this round of the – explain to our listeners, you know uh, – well, we're not talking about the uh, 3A and 4A. And Okay, so as I've said before, I understand the fundamentals pretty well. And if you, anybody that wants to, especially eight player, but it kind of applies to all the small schools, classes, uh, you know, eight player through 2A. Listen to the interview you did with uh, Coach Edeker. Oh, yeah, that was a, yeah. We really should talk about that, down. too. He breaks it down and explains it. And, and after you hear his explanation, you don't feel quite as uh, ignorant because even even if you know every in and out and detail of this playoff system, they're going into those last week's games. There's a lot of what ifs because of that uh, RPI and the point differential and things like that. And there's no way to know who's in until the games are over and, and all that criteria is met. Uh, obviously, the top the winners of each district, we, we know going in, they're in. And the number two team, they're in. But then it gets a little murkier after that and in most districts. And so just uh, listen to Coach Edeker break it down, and you'll have a way better understanding of it. Yes, I want to point out, your, your boys, Davis County Mustangs, they did make it in. They have to go on the road to oh. Iowa Falls. But so they're in the what, 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 what division? They're in the uh, same as Sigourney, right? Class. No, Davis County is in the same uh, – 2A with uh, oh, Mid Prairie. So who's Davis County play? Davis County goes to Iowa Falls, who's five and three. Well, well, well. They deserve to go to the playoffs. I think so. I think they, uh, they, uh, you know, they for what talent they have, they get. They're a team. They play good like a team. I'm proud of them for making this, uh, for making the playoffs, and uh, they got a little something. Uh, um, so if you guys have been listening to our coverage, uh, and obviously if you're still listening, you, you've been listening to our coverage. Uh, I want you to, uh, we did a really great interview with coach Edeker of the Waco Warriors. Uh, he had to buy this week's so a little extra time. He gave us a really great insight on the team and the year they've been having. Uh, we're going to, you know, we want to thank Smithburg auto for helping us. Cause once they jumped on board, man, I mean, we really started to, uh, 
expanding our coverage and it's been a big driver for listeners. So we'll have the next week, we'll have the regular season of the bigger schools and then we'll have these playoff results for you. So really appreciate you listening. You got anything else before we end this one? Uh, not too much. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, playoff information um, part of this uh, website from the IHSAA. And I want to remind everybody, games are on Fridays for the playoffs. They start at 7 p.m. and tickets are $8. So expect to pay $8 at the gate instead of the usual 5 It's very much worth the money. So uh... – just a little side note on Round Guy, the podcast. You know, we recently had uh, our first listeners in California and Georgia. And uh, we had a whole bunch of people check in on us from Conesville. So if you guys are out there in Conesville, we appreciate you listening. Uh, uh, as well as everybody, I'm going to name off some new new cities that have been on. Lamont, Grandview, New Virginia, Clarinda, Iowa City, and Marion jumped on. We're growing in Wellman, we're growing in Fairfield, we're growing in Albion, we're growing in Ames, we're growing in Washington, we're growing in Centerville, we're growing in Mount Pleasant, we're growing in West Des Moines, we're growing in Brighton, we're growing in Ainsworth, we're growing in Emmitsburg, we're growing in Exeria, we're growing in Wapolo, we're growing in Iowa City and Marion, so, and a, you know, we're, we're still on board with a lot of other cities around, so appreciate you listening, and uh, thanks for being with us, Scott. Anytime, Look forward to more as the playoffs get rolling here. Okay.